Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead, take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. What is up, everybody? It's your boy, Troy King, a.k.a. T-King Mode. And TL Fantasy Football is back in the building. And right next to me is my homie, the one and only Laquan Jones, a.k.a. LQ, a.k.a. Real Deal Fantasy, a.k.a. Yes, Mr. Fire Content Only. LQ, tell the people how you feeling, man. What up, what up, what up? I'm feeling good, man. Listen, I know you see this board behind me. I mean, I had to bring it up. Like, you got your ass whooped again. The series is 2-1, my guy. How you going to respond? Like, I mean, man, yo, be, yo, before, before we get into all that, we got a shout out to the people in the chat. Fizzle Dollars, we appreciate you. Ricardo, Dynasty Barry, we appreciate y'all rocking with us in the chat. George, I see you. Yo, Taryn Cloud, I saw you earlier. Thank you guys so much for coming in with us, rocking with us. We have such a good time. Look, this show, just to let y'all know this show, we're going to do a quick recap. We're going to get into waivers. We're also going to be doing start sits. We're going to be answering your questions, bro. So if you guys have questions, we're going to answer those later on in the show. But we got y'all, right? We're going to do a Q&A redraft, but I appreciate y'all. Make sure everyone in here, make sure y'all liking that video. If you're not already subscribed, make sure you subscribe. Let's get into the freaking content, my dude. Let's kick things off with Monday Night Football. Very quick recap. All right. Raiders, Chiefs. Look, it was, it, we, we've been look, recently, but it's a lot to uncover. We have been getting a lot of crappy primetime games, but last night wasn't one of them. Last night was actually lived up to the hype. It was interesting. It, there's a lot of different things that came out of it. You know, Devontae yeah. Adams, Josh Jacobs, Derek Carr, they all look good. They all balled out. Unfortunately, you know, Darren Waller gave us a big fat zero because he had a hamstring injury, which sucks because I lost some matchups, but you could have won some matchups. It's one of the reasons. So just for y'all know, I had Darren Waller going against LQ and I lost. I lost. <laughs> And I was uh, pissed about it, but you know what? There's a lot of other things that what like that, like you lost, like you was talking shit earlier. Now I was talking, losing. I was, I was, but you know what? It, I, I lost fair and square. I yeah. lost fair and square. I'll be in the playoffs, maybe if you make it, but man, yo, I'm definitely gonna make it to the playoffs. But yeah, Patrick Mahomes balled out. Kelsey, Kelsey with his four touchdowns, yo, yo. and that. he just. 
crazy. It was absolutely crazy. But you R. know what? I, if you faced that man last night, Oof. bro, it was it was unbelievable. But also, Ch was a letdown. But do you have any other thoughts? And hopefully, Devontae Adams he doesn't get into too much trouble after shoving that oh, yeah, photographer. That boy going to suspended. <laughs> that boy getting suspended hard. I don't know about hard. He may be if the worst. I think he may be getting suspended for a game. But, game. but still, come on. Like, I know, bro. What, so what's hard. happening outside your house, bro? You got police sirens. We're trying bro, to do it's California. Show. There's always fire trucks. There's always a fire. I don't know why. Maybe because I'm here. Nah, that joke. <laughs> but that one, oh my god, that's lame. But yo, shout out to everybody in the chat, Toronto Dave. I see you, Ray. I see you, David. All right. Do you have any other before we move on to waivers? Do you have any other thoughts about the game? Any takeaways that now, we should be I concerned mean, about? The main storyline that is like kind of like frustrating is CH really because he looks like he could be a guy that has a lot of red zone opportunity, but he still sucks on the goal line, but they're using him as a wide receiver, which is good. So you have that upside, but it's like what week will be that week to put him into your starting lineups? Because I'm pretty sure you got him for cheap, just where Miles Sanders was going. Those two were like the guys that you're getting as RB threes, but that's the only takeaway from the game. Like, it's still frustrating to figure out what to do with CEH on a week-to-week basis. Nah, look, I feel you. I feel like CEH, because he's been touchdown dependent, just like you said. But I think you're going to play him. He's getting really good opportunities for the most part. Jeremy McKinnon looked really good. He broke off those tackles. But I mean, he did not <sighs> skip leg day. He did not. He did not skip leg day, thankfully. But uh, but I feel like, look, I mean, most of the players that you play, they're good. You don't need us to tell you yeah. it's good. We week five is in the past. We yep, moving on. Week to week, we moving on to week six, y'all. And I know y'all hear that chat. Stop asking me about the Rams game. <laughs> hey, the, yeah, we could talk about the Rams game, but listen, nah, we not talking about the Rams game. <laughs> we, we, we could we could talk about the Rams. Nah, I'm just playing. We want to talk about the waivers. Let's Hell talk no. about waivers. I know most of y'all in here for the waiver wire content. We got you. After this show, I'm putting in my waivers, so I might have to hurry up just to you know. Get through it. I'm just playing. I'm gonna make sure to get y'all right. The pay that you need to focus on, right? Because we always have players that come out of nowhere that exceed expectations. Yes. Focus on some of the guys that you really should be prioritizing your fab on, right? So mm-hmm. let's let's start off with QBs. So QBs. If you don't know by now, Geno Smith. I, I, look, I'm, not desperate, I'm, I'm desperate for waivers in some leagues. Yeah, some leagues I'm balling now. But let's talk about Geno Smith, man. Geno Smith is doing what no one expected him to do. If he is on your waivers, and unless you have an elite quarterback, I'm playing Geno Smith. Right? Unless you have a Lamar Jackson, Jalen Hurts, someone like that, you should be having Geno Smith in your lineup. He has been absolutely consistent. What do you think, my dude? Listen, Geno Smith right now is lighting up the board. I mean, he's number one in completion percentage, number one, you know, in passer rating right now. And these are like actual facts. Like these are things that are really happening in 2022 with Geno Smith. And like like Troy said, listen, if you don't have an elite quarterback, Geno Smith is sliding in right now to have, you know, a decent amount of games. Like we're looking at him having two plus, you know, touchdowns. This is his third game like that with zero interceptions. So that's something that you need to know that he's taking care of the ball. So you wouldn't have to expect too many turnovers, but who's to say, you know, an interception happens there and there. I'm not going to say he's going to stay perfect, but he's playing good ball. No, he, he's playing great ball, man. I can't believe there was even a conversation between him and Drew Locke. That was disgusting. Oh, that's disgusting. That's not even bring that back. That was, ugh. 
It was why, disgusting. Why, why, why did that even happen though? Like there was nothing that we saw to even want that to happen. Bro. To be honest. No, but thank God that Drew Locke's not the starter and Geno is. But there's some other guys on waivers that you can look at, man. Carson Wentz, Carson Wentz, real football-wise, hasn't been great. But for fantasy, he's put up 20-plus points, or I think maybe three, four times yeah. this year. So it's just like – I mean, he's it, it, it depends on the format that you're playing. Times. I mean, you better. You know what I mean? Exactly, right? And, like, look, fantasy football, you don't need to necessarily be good in real life. You just got to – Put up points and Carson Wentz is doing that. He could he could have those off weeks that could kill you, but the with bye weeks coming, that's another thing we have to talk about, right? Bye weeks, bye weeks, bye weeks, bye weeks. This is the start of it. So this is why waivers are more important now than ever. And let's talk about let's talk about some of the teams that are on bye. That these are reasons you need to really focus on waivers. You got Lions, Raiders, Titans, and Texans all on bye. Heavy. Heavy. Yeah, so let's talk about let's talk about some other quarterback. You know another quarterback that's on waivers that I know he's not the sexiest. Jimmy G. So Jimmy G. I know people don't like Jimmy G. He gets Atlanta. He gets Atlanta this week. If you're streaming quarterback, if some of those other options we talked about are gone, Jimmy G. Isn't a bad play this week. Look, we know Atlanta hasn't been a good defense for a while. I think Jimmy G. Could really take advantage of them at the soft matchup and. Justin Fields, he's probably the last on my list, but Justin Fields to me, I, I prefer not to have him, but he has a rushing upside. He didn't look bad last week. He no. actually looked that's probably his no. best game of the season was last week. I, I, I can't I can't put him in the starting lineup even if I'm streaming right now. Because you got guys like Daniel Jones is out there. I'd rather get Danny Dimes over at Justin Fields to be hundred percent honest. And Daniel Jones doesn't have any wide receivers, which is nuts, but he has Saquon Barkley. Yeah, let, let, let's talk about – so Taysom Hill, I don't know if he's a QB. I don't know if he's a running back. I don't uh, know. That boy is a player. He got a jersey and a helmet and a name on the back. He is a player. I'm not labeling that man nothing. All I know is, look, he is not – I don't know. He's not He's not a tight end. He, he's like tight end seven right now. <laughs> but no, but the thing is, he's not – he has a tight end designation, but he's not a tight end. He's barely played tight end all season. But, look, he's a cheat code. So I'm – how much? Okay, in per, fab percentages. What are you spending on Taysom Hill? Um, if, if, if you have a hundred dollar budget, what percentage of that are you spending on Taysom? Because I feel like I've seen people take personally? different approaches. You're you personally. What are you paying for Taysom Hill? I mean, like we're looking at like ten percent because he's only doing this because Winston is not in that quarterback and. Not a lot of trust is in Andy Dalton. I mean, when Winston was on the field playing, we saw a sprinkle of Taysom Hill. Now we're seeing a lot more of a bug, a, a cancer, a, a, a guy that's taking away carries from Alvin Kamara. Cancer. <laughs> I'm, I'm just saying, bro, like, come on, man. I have one share of Alvin Kamara, and I didn't realize, like, it's the red zone, and we got a wildcat with Taysom Hill taking direct snaps and having touchdown after touchdown, like, this isn't something that we need to see, you know, week after week. So I'm praying Winston gets back in that lineup slowly but surely because he has a back injury. But I'm not spending more than like 10 percent, man, because this is like very short lived. This isn't going to be something for the next X amount of games. I feel that Taysom Hill, I prefer in like a multi flex kind of league, like yeah. where you have different <laughs> options. Conversation. Yeah. And you just have to know what you're getting with Taysom. I think as long as Andy Dalton is the quarterback, I think you can play Taysom. Even when Jameis yeah. is the quarterback, 
Taysom Hill is going to be involved. It's just we, we played we played this game before. He is just very unpredictable. You just don't know what you're getting from Taysom yeah. Hill, unfortunately. So just if you're okay with that, then you're okay with it. It's just you just have to understand what you're getting. If you're own five, it won't hurt. <laughs> Put it like that. Throw him in the lineup. Like you never know. I mean, you're own five. You got nothing to lose. You ain't exactly. But, and I'll say this compared to some of your other tight ends, like listen, I'd rather play Taysom Hill than some other streamers that you know are get get you four or five points. At least Taysom, he could look he gets 30, 40, but the next week he get you one. But I'd rather play that upside and a lot of these other streamers that you're getting like you know i don't like evan ingram had a decent game but like he's never going to give you that Taysom hill upside but maybe nah. but maybe evan ingram be more consistent but it's just not sexy. the next guy to probably do so you know with his targets increasing in the red zone and but i say toronto day like i played it's there's were dynasty leagues but i played Taysom hill a lot especially in time in premium leagues i love playing Taysom just because yeah you know what you get but it's it's a risky bet but that's we can stop talking about Taysom. i think everyone knows that he's volatile and it, it, it might as well just round off other tight ends right you got hayden hurst Irv smith evan ingram kate otten the you know the rookie out of you know tampa he wasn't bad. So you have different options, right, for tight end. It's just not sexy. You know what you're getting when you stream tight end. All right, let's move over to wide receiver. I only have a few on my list. You got like guys like Nico oh, yeah, Collins. Yeah. Nico is on bye, but Nico so Collins has been emerging. He's still available in a few leagues. You got guys like Donovan People Jones, Alec Pierce. There's any uh, other name that we should be talking about? No, those three people are like – top of my waiver list just based on we're seeing an increase in their usage and you look at nico collins right now and it's starting to develop you know where that ball is getting spread between him and cooks which is good you know nico collins is such a great big big time receiver and the touchdowns are on the way because he's going to have that red zone look more so than brandon cooks on the season long look so he's one of those guys you could pick up quietly because he's on a buy nobody's going to be running to go get him because again he's on a buy so him and Alec Pierce are probably like two people are like very interesting because once they get the volume, they can have that consistent week to week. You could plug and play them into the flex position. No, I agree. I think that's a fair take and I don't have anything else to add. Lastly, let's talk about the running backs, man. Before we get into starting sits, we'll talk about running backs real quick from mm-hmm. waiver wise. Look, Ken Walker has been Everyone's been talking about Ken Walker. He's if he's available in your league, he's the uh, obvious choice. I spent so I spent all my fab on him. If he's on your waiver somehow, spend all your fab on him. He's absolutely worth it. He's gonna get the work. He's the reason why you spend fab, right? This is the the opportunity that you're looking for. The yeah, talent, the opportunity. Spend all your fab. Empty your pockets. Empty your pockets for Ken Walker. I absolutely will do that. And Man, you got guys like. You got guys also like Eno Benjamin, right? Eno Benjamin, all of the Arizona Cardinals are hurt. <laughs> all the running backs, James Conner, you got Jonathan Ward, Daryl Williams. So we'll see. And then I think they're trying out some running backs. So Eno Benjamin, if none of them could go, especially Conner, he's has a really solid opportunity. So Last like and then Look, you guys, so tell me, what are your opinions on guys like Rashad White, Jarek McKinnon, and J.D. McKissick? What are your overall thoughts on some of these dudes? I mean, they have opportunity when the guy in front of them gets hurt. I mean, we're looking at them slowly but surely getting more involved. They're putting, like, you know, 
fancy points up on the bench or on the wire. Um, I think they're all good stashes. I mean, obviously, you know, when their big guy goes down, you don't want to be running and having a fab war or going to waiver priority, you know, waiting to get these guys because I feel like you gotta you gotta get these guys where like it's quiet. Like it's really quiet for these guys because except for Jared McKinnon, obviously with their situation, but it's already questionable with that running back committee because again, where's he gonna be used? They're using CEH as a receiver, but we know Jared McKinnon can catch the ball as well. So right there, I feel like you got to get these guys before it gets too hot. No, I agree. And like JD McKissick, he has been extremely consistent as a receiver. He's been getting, I think, five plus targets almost every single game. Even with Brian Robinson, I think Brian Robinson's gonna impact Antonio Gibson more. He's gonna impact JD McKissick. I think his role is solid, especially in you know full PPR leagues. I absolutely love JD McKissick. I think he's somebody that might get a little bit overlooked that people don't talk about enough. I absolutely love JD McKissick in deeper leagues, full PPR leagues. Again, he's getting the targets. We know those are more valuable than carries overall. So love JD McKissick. But all right guys even the Joku topic real quick. You got really oh, yeah. asking if he's inside top six. I, absolutely. I think so. I mean, at this point, he's definitely borderline. He he just has it's crazy because David Njoku has let us down for years, and we finally see a string of games Brown where he's actually for years. <laughs> you're right, but we actually see a string of games that's you know actually exactly. it is it is. And I think that I'm I feel like David Njoku because who else is hovering around that? You guys got you got guys like Dallas Goddard. I prefer Dallas Goddard over Njoku. I'm about to say Goddard and Hawk are close with him. I like I I like and David and Joku better than Hawk, but I think it's close because I feel like we only saw Hawk pop off when everyone else was injured, right? It's what they're yeah. saying about Armand St. Brown last year, right? Oh, he only <laughs> balled out when he was injured. That's really what Hawk did. He That's only really balled out because everybody else was injured. So give me David and Joku over him, but tight end is uh tight end is so frustrating. I, I put it to top six, you can say it's like safe. He could be top six and be at number six. And I feel like yeah. Reason why what's holding me back to like full lock of minutes when Watson comes back. Like we don't know what this is gonna look like. We don't know if Watson is washed. We don't know if Watson's gonna even look his way. We don't know if he's gonna use and abuse Amari Cooper. Too many questions there to say he rest of the season he's a top six lock. And look. It's true. He's better than I'd rather than Joker over all these guys and redraft purposes, yeah. right? Absolutely. And Schultz, I think at this point, yeah, when Dak comes back and Schultz is healthy, do we see that change a little bit? Uh, I think we might. I think we might see that change a little well, bit. Schultz so. just re-aggravated his PCL, so it's like he might end up be gone for a while. He he might be. No, but it, but the last report I saw is that he still has a chance to play. Doesn't uh, he re-aggravated? I don't know how serious it is, but he's somebody where he might he might not pay off for a next. But do you trust weeks? him? Yeah. Somebody that's injured, re-aggravated. Are you going to put him in your starting lineup? Hell no. This week I'm not. I, I I try to pivot, but again, tight ends gross overall, so there's not that many good options. But at this but, point in the season, I think if you're streaming, just lock in that one guy that's doing okay. Hayden Hurts is probably my like I said I like Hayden Hurts. He might be quiet one game, but like we saw, he shows up and he's scoring touchdowns. So it's like this is exactly what we need from a tight end. We're only looking for like nine to ten points from a tight end. That's that's good for me. Anything above that, thank you, bless me. You know what I mean? Nah, look, I I feel you, and that's fair. But I, I, we we talked about tight ends a lot. Now what we're gonna do, y'all, is that's the end of our waiver wild portion. We are now gonna get into start sits, right? Look, we have these questions every single week. I don't know, man, because every 
we've been it's been hard, right? It's been hard to predict start sets, but we're gonna what we're gonna do is we're gonna break it down game by game. We're gonna compare some guys within that game depending on the team, right? So for example, like Jets Packers, we're gonna do like start and sets, like kind of like a this and that, right? Would you rather start him? Would you rather start him? Because we've seen a lot of these questions on the timeline, just different conversations. That's how we're gonna break it down. And after yep. also make sure to start dropping questions in the chat, you know, redraft questions. We're going to get to those towards the end of the show. But right now, we're going to get to start and sits. We're going to break down some of the games that have more compelling storylines, right, or more fantasy-relevant players. So, And also, before I go into it, make sure y'all liking the video. Make sure if you're not already subscribed to the YouTube page, make sure you subscribe Smash to the YouTube page. We appreciate y'all rocking with us. All right, let's get into the first game, Thursday Night Football commanders versus the bears mm. all right so and so look i would this one's a good one to me tell me who would you rather have would you rather start antonio gibson or david montgomery which one in the Ooh. chat y'all answer these questions too man who would y'all rather start antonio gibson david montgomery and why Ah, man, this is pretty nasty work because Antonio Gibson actually has a nice matchup because against the Bears with the run, they're giving up a lot of yards per game. And I feel like, you know, we have to wonder if Brian Robinson makes his debut, like big, big debut where he takes over again, majority of the carries and where we could see a big game from him. And then he's going to be shooting up in the rankings. But if I'm going to play it safe, I'm going to go with David Montgomery, to be honest, just to have that touchdown upside. I feel like that too. Uh, I mean, yeah, I just feel like Antonio Gibson's stock is really plummeting. So give me Monty. I don't like either of them. Look, overall, it's a gross game, right? So we're going to go through this quickly. There's some better games. So we're going to go through it quickly. Last one I, I want to know is Brian Robinson or Cleo Herbert? Which one? Um, Brian Robinson just with the chance of taking over the workload again. All right. No, I think that's fair. But you know what game I want to talk about that's actually really fantasy relevant, but pretty fantasy relevant. 49ers versus Falcons. We're going to talk about we're going to talk about tight ends again, y'all. Kittle, Pitts. If you have that option on your team, who do you think scores more fantasy points? George Kittle or Kyle Pitts? If Kyle Pitts plays, who do you think scores more fantasy points? If Kyle Pitts plays, I'm still going to go with Kittle. I think Kittle has a bigger role. He's more of an impact on the offense. Like, obviously, you know, Atlanta's not really missing pits. Well, they are in the winning column, but the offense is moving. They're running the ball very well. That's the thing. They're getting they're getting the yards on the ground. You know, this Bucks game division. I mean, this Bucks game. Like, listen, they're a tough defense. They're always tough against the run. But overall, before that game, Atlanta's been running the ball very well. Mariota and those running backs. So. And they've been running it well and they're not passing it to freaking Kyle Pitts. I don't want to start any of them, but look, these are people. Look, there's some play people who might have that. They might be doing it or trying to trade for one of them. Like, you got to yeah. think about these things. And then I, I, I'm selling Pitts in redraft. Just I got to get what I can get while his name still sells. That's where I'm at. That's why I stand on it personally. Um, if, if, if I can pull it off, then I'll do it. No, I think that's fair. All right. So a more a more a realistic one that people might have these on the same team, Brandon Ayuk or Drake London. Who would you rather start, Brandon Ayuk or Drake London? Drake London, because if they are going to pass the ball, we know they're going to him because he's the top target. So I feel as though 
you got to go with the guy that's going to see the most volume. Brandon Ayuk, you know, we still got Debo. We still got that running game. We still got Kittle. There's a lot of minutes to feed. So before we move on, Kyle Pitts. So Kyle Pitts, he's wanting to know, what can you get from him? You said you're going to be selling him, right? What are you getting for Kyle Pitts? Like, what are you trading him for? I mean, could you trade him for – you're going to – you obviously want a tight end plus, but – what tight end? Not really. Not really. Where I'm at right now, my one league, it's my home league, cutthroat season. Shout out to my guys from home. Um, I've been streaming. I'm at, I've i been getting, like, you know, wh- what I can get with the tight ends that are on the waiver wire. And if I can get him, I honestly need a wide receiver. So Kyle Pitts has that vi- value for you can get a nice wide receiver, a wide receiver too. Um, I'm not too sure off the top of my head what, what I can, you know, spew out, what I can get, but – I'm trying to get somebody that has a high target share. Like maybe I'll, I'll give up Kyle Pitts for maybe a Deontay Johnson right now, who still holds a comfortable 24%. I don't know if anyone's giving you Deontay Johnson for Kyle, for Kyle Pitts. Pitts uh, listen, his name sells. And again, all leagues are different. Let's not so, say you're that. Right. No, you're right. You're right. Not all leagues that. are different. There are people who are Kyle Pitts truthers that think they're going to turn it around. Yeah. They, and they, Ka- Deontay. Man. they love this man. His name still sells. I, I agree. So I pretty much get – Get so you're trying to sell him for like a wide receiver two or a tight end plus. Oh, you want? Yeah, I like this. Get a tight end I will, plus. I like this. Jacoby Myers. I would do that. I would Straight sell up. Kyle Pitts for he, he, yeah. He's another guy that has like a healthy target share as well. And hey, he scored a touchdown too with 111 yards. I'd love to see that. My guy Jacoby is going to get touchdowns this year. I got six on the season. Clip that. But no, I really like that Jay Rich. I really like that Kyle Pitts. Because yes, you you're looking for like some of that parallel, right? But like again, either a tight end, I guess, like tight end two plus, or you're gonna try to trade I'm it for usually, a wide receiver like, two. I like. I'm that. usually the guy like, especially if it's not a premium. Like, I'll stream tight ends for the rest of the season, especially if I have a good, you know, a good value of a tight end like Kyle Pitts, where I can get a wide receiver two or potentially a running back too if that even pulls off and then some like i feel like i'm good on tight ends like i'm not expecting much from them like i'm good with the eight to ten points you know what i mean like you find the end zone thank you god bless you okay so staying with this game tyler algier right obviously he's gotten more opportunity now that cordero patterson is on do you trust him are you starting him are you starting tyler algier over look let's be honest look in the same game Tevin Coleman, I know it's a little bit gross, but Tevin Coleman balled out last week. Yeah, do we like, see more Kev- do you see points? Yeah. Do we see more Tevin Coleman going forward? Obviously, Jeff Wilson had a great game, but would you rather trust Tyler Algier to be the guy, or would you this rather play disgusting. someone like it is gross? Or would you rather play someone like Tevin Coleman who's coming off a really big game, got a lot of different opportunities? Who, who would you rather have? Are you going with Tyler Algier because they're going to be running offense in the RB1 right now? Or do you pivot to someone else? Like, again, like a Tevin Coleman or someone like that. What is your opinion on Tyler Algier? Do you trust him or are you playing him? Tyler Algier, man, he has that bell cow in him. That dog is in him. And we saw it, you know, when he had that burst. But, you know, like I said, the Bucks defense, that's tough. That's a tough matchup. And I, I, I actually gambled starting him. In a couple leagues, which was, you know, it is what it is. But when you have randos scoring, it's like annoying. Like, why is that not Tyler Algier in the red zone? But you got to deal with that when you're dealing with an offense like that. But I'm not starting Coleman. I think he's a one-week wonder. I think he popped up this week and he'll be gone the next three weeks. I'm not too sure if there's any, like, 
traction on that. Yeah, I was going to say, they sent him to the practice squad, but there's a very good chance they're going to do what they did, elevate him right before yeah. the game. They like to, you know, manipulate. Damn, they like Jordan to manipulate the roster spot. Okay, That's yeah. I would, if you can sell Tevin Coleman, then absolutely sell him for a decent off. I agree. I absolutely agree with that. But there's some people who kind of think like us, oh, like, okay, like it's Tevin Coleman, right? So it's like, if you can't sell him, are you going to play him, right? So it's, it, it's absolutely disgusting, I know. But look, yeah, if he I has – if, if he hasn't, Jets outplayed Tevin Coleman. Let's just say that. Like, get what you can right yeah. now. Get, yeah, let, let's stop. Let's let's move on. I'm trying to talk about Tevin Coleman. Let's talk about the Jets and Packers. We alluded to that earlier. So Jets and Packers have a lot of fantasy-relevant players. So I'm going to ask you a question. Would you rather play – and this guy hasn't been performing well – Aaron Jones against the Jets defense or Brees Hall? Who would you rather play? Or is it just or is this an easy question to y'all? People in the it's chat answer it to Aaron Jones or Brees Hall. It's not that easy, just based on we're looking at Brees Hall with his, you know, scrimmage yards. I mean, the dude fucking blew up last week and you'd love to see it. Um, <clears throat> the question is, you know, with the red zone opportunities, him and Carter are literally splitting that shit in half, which is like not doing Brees Hall any justice, but Aaron Jones, man, you, you got to look at what he's been doing. He hasn't been hitting that hard in the yards area, and Brees Hall, he's getting it done through the air as well. I, I mean, I kind of want to lean on Brees Hall. It's a tough – it's really tough for this matchup. I think for me, I think it's – I think it's Brees. I think it's Brees. It's – I feel like Aaron Jones – I feel like he hasn't balled out the way I think most of us believe that he was going to. We, we thought he was going to get a million receptions. We thought he was going to get a bunch yeah. more touchdowns. And he looks decent, but he just doesn't look like the elite RB1. I think a lot of people drafting him to be or expecting to be. Brees Hall is really coming into form. I don't see him slowing down. Yeah, Michael Carter is getting involved a little bit. But I think, to me, the question, it's easily Brees Hall. But let's Fun move fact. on. Brees Hall is leading the league in yards per touch, and Aaron Jones is at number two. Really? That's yeah. a really cool stat. And yeah, that, that's interesting. Let's switch over to the wide receivers, right? So let's talk about the wide receiver one on the Pats, Alan Lazard. No, and then no, let's no. talk about <laughs> Garrett Wilson. So Garrett Wilson versus Alan Lazard. So Garrett Wilson, he honestly looked really good at the beginning of the season. With Joe Flacco, with Zach Wilson, he's looked a little. I mean, Zach Wilson's not really doing that much for his receivers, but we obviously know. But look, we know his, his upside. So, who would you rather play, Garrett Wilson, or would you rather play Alan Lazard? Which Alan which Lazard, one is option? Hands down, hands down, because these wide receivers for the Jets are suffering. The fact that only three catches for one of the wide receivers was like capped out on Sunday and you got to look at it. They're running the ball. Well, Zach Wilson running in for touchdowns for whatever reason, he's catching touchdowns. Like this offense is just not leaning towards the wide receivers. Like they're all suffering. Elijah Moore suffering. Corey Davis seems to be, you know, the number one target, but again, it's nothing consistently being produced. It's like Zach Wilson is the cancer. He needs to go back to the bench (sighs) managers to be happy again. But listen, I, I feel like he's, he's, Zach Wilson's really been playing like a game manager. And that's really what it is, right? He's been more game manager mode. He hasn't done anything exciting. Yeah, 
But he, he knew what I was saying. He, he's coming into his form, right? He's coming to his form. Ooh, I like oh, this. God. I like this question. We're going to get into Q&A soon, so I want everyone to start dropping your questions, but I'm going to break format and answer this one. London Pittman. I like London, man. I feel like I, I he's a little banged up, though, so we need to watch the practice reports, but I think London. Matt Ryan's been ugh, he's been hurting. Matt Ryan is, is, he's washed. He's done. The vision's gone. He's holding the ball too long. He's getting sacked out of the fucking world. It's like I, I can't watch it anymore. It's hard to watch because I had so much upside, so many shares of Pittman too. And Matt Ryan was my sneaky QB too. And he is just, he just can't stay upright. And that O-line is just not what it used to be. No, I agree. You know what? Let, let's switch gears. Let's go to the main yeah. attraction. There is one game that's everyone's going to be dialed into. I'm going to be dialed into. It's going to be, Chiefs versus the Bills, y'all. The Chiefs versus Bills, like it's it's gonna be absolutely insane. So I there's so many fantasy fantasy relevant players in this game. Yep. So tell me though, let let let's do some start and sits, right? Let's talk about let's do the running backs first. Would you rather play CH or Devin Singletary? Who scores more fantasy points? Devin Singletary. Hands out. Why? 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 Devin Singletary, he... because he's involved on the ground as the RB1. He's getting the most touches that he's probably seen in his entire career or versus the last five games of last season. The the, the, the touchdown upside is there for him as well, believe it or not. Um, CEH, like I said, is frustrating knowing when he's going to get you the points. He's not really like a guy you could rely on, but it's good that he's being used more as a wide receiver. But again, who knows? I'm going to go with Singletary if I'm going to play it safe, if I am desperately need to win this week as well. I think this is going to be a shootout. I I think Singletary is definitely – I like Singletary because he's going to get more opportunities. He's going to get more targets. He's going to get more carries in CEH. But CEH gets the you know the money opportunities near the goal line, whether, even though yeah. he doesn't – so it's just like you said, you, are you playing it safe? Are you playing for upside? We, it really depends – it's getting it's getting scary. It's getting spooky outside. I need my dubs like right now. This man said never CEH. And look, before last game, you were playing CEH, right? So CEH was I mean, yeah, yeah, but it's just frustrating, man. It's very frustrating. I can understand it. Look, I, I understand it too. But let let's talk about so who would you rather play in terms of let's talk about look MVS. McKenzie, let's say McKenzie plays right. MVS had a pretty decent game last week. So, who are you playing? Are you playing McKenzie or are you playing MVS? Which one are y'all playing before? I'm going McKenzie just based on he's not in a wide receiver by committee. You know what I mean? Like, we know Josh Allen's going to lean on that slot position, even in the red zone. So, the touchdown upside is there. McKenzie, if healthy, he's out of concussion protocol 100%. Yeah, we saw the Ravens. I think this is actually going to be a I think this is actually going to be a shootout. But you know what? What we're going to do now, y'all, is we are going to start transitioning from starts and sits. We're going to start answering your questions, y'all. So make sure to drop those questions in the chat. Right now is the time to do it. So you know what? We already got a question right now here. So let's let's answer it. Should I trade CD and Godwin for Cook? My wide receiver core, your wide receiver core is solid, right? So would you trade CD and Godwin for Cook? Would you do that? CD and Godwin for... I mean, his RBs... 
I don't know, man. I I, I like I like yeah. CD, man. I like yeah, I like I CD. I think I would keep as is. I don't know if I would trade him for Cook. I feel like CD's ball. I think he's gonna continue to ball. But yeah, absolutely. But, Make sure this is the time to drop your questions. So make sure y'all dropping questions. Oh, I saw one here earlier. Okay. Sanders versus Najee. Ooh, Miles Sanders versus Najee Harris. Oof. Who are Sanders. you going for? Sanders, man. Sanders is playing out of his mind right now. He wants that contract. He's playing good. I'm, I'm going Sanders. Najee looks like he's running in mud. But I, I Najee, Najee's depreciation, like, Look, he's been injured, right? So remember he got injured early in the season or during the offseason around that time frame. And ever since then, he just looks – he sucks. Najee absolutely sucks. Jalen Warren has looked better than Najee Harris. Burst. What? Najee needs to sit, (laughs) honestly, just sit one game. It's very similar to the whole Zeke and Tony Pollard. I'm seeing a little bit of that with Najee and Jalen Warren. I think Jalen Warren's only going to continue to – really eat into Najee's work. So, yeah, give me Sanders on here, too. All right, next question. I have Andrews and Ertz. Would you be willing to start two Dianes? Yeah, I would do it. So, I usually I don't start two tight ends, but when you're getting two tight ends that just have an absolutely ridiculous target share, it's absolutely. not bad. Because, look, there's play, Ertz is better than a lot of other flex options that you have, right? If people are still flexing, Chase Edmonds, for example, right? You're going to play Ertz. Would you rather play Ertz as your second tight end or are you playing Chase Edmonds? I, I Look, I'm playing Ertz, even though even if it's not tight end premium, you, I don't care if your position's a tight end. If you're getting a solid target share and you're scoring touchdowns, I don't give a damn what you are. That's why the flex position is tight end, wide receiver, running back. Now, do I usually give that advice? No, but in this case, I would play two tight ends. You in agreement? Yeah, volume is king, man. You're looking at the top four target shares in the tight end position. Absolutely. Full send. No, nah, so let me look at this. Actually, right, make sure to keep dropping those questions. We appreciate it. Okay. Are you guys comfortable starting Alec Pierce in deeper leagues going forward? Uh, I I'm I have to play him. So yes, Dynasty Barry. <laughs> I have to play him in some of my deeper leagues because of buys this week. You got Amron St. Brown on by. So, yeah, Alec Pierce, he looked good last game. I think he's really starting to establish himself as the number two receiver in that offense. So, yes, I feel comfortable now. Well, that's a fact. Yeah. Yeah. That's a fact. That is true. I'm like, he's not a sexy name, but I feel like Matt Ryan, he seems to like him. And then I think that he's, again, he's slowly starting to make his way. Yeah, okay. ask me in two weeks. Put it like that. Ask me in two weeks. But for now, yes, I'll feel comfortable. Fizzle Dollar's asking, rank these running backs the rest of the season. Ooh. Is that Akers? <laughs> hey, yo. Akers is Akers shouldn't even be on this list. He's so far last that like he should be <laughs> off the board. Get Akers out of here. He's absolutely last. Okay. So I'll tell you my list and you tell me if you agree. I'm going Dobbins. Jeff Wilson, Miles Sanders, Akers. That's me. Now, again, my list is Dobbins, Jeff Wilson, Miles Sanders, and Akers. I'm going Sanders, Dobbins, Wilson. What? No, see, the problem with Sanders, right? He did, he had a big game recently, but mm-hmm. Jalen Hurts has six rushing touchdowns. He Absolutely. leads six rushing touchdowns Jalen Hurts has. So that tells me. When they yes, we recently Miles Sanders had that two touchdown game. When they get close to the goal line, 
it's Jalen Hurts time. They're just QB sneaking in with him. So that's what you. scares me with that. But I feel like with the Ravens, we, I feel like they've been – obviously they're working Dobbins back in. And I think he's still a little bit on pitch count. But yeah. it's his rest of season, though, I not next week. It I should be Dobbins. You. Dobbins should be number one. Right. Please, people in the Dobbins chat. Dobbins is not getting catches. That's the deciding factor right there. They both have the touchdown upside. We can't ignore – no. Completely a Miles Sanders uh, rushing attempts in the red zone. He had a no career. Chat, no one in a chat. Please tell me what your order is. I'm curious about the chat's order because you're. I disagree with your list so strongly. So please, chat, tell me. I want really, y'all to order these people. <laughs> no, 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 no. It's Sanders to me shouldn't be number one. I think he is. I get it. The Eagles. You would have asked me last season. I would have agreed with you, but I'm loving what I'm seeing from Sanders on the ground, and he's catching passes. I mean, he's getting the opportunities in the red zone, my guy. You can't ignore that completely. No, but here's the thing: I'm not saying that Miles Sanders hasn't done his thing. What I'm saying is, I think J.K. Dobbins is just has the opportunity going ahead of as he gets healthier and healthier. He's going to get a healthier workload. He should be number one. Look. Thank you so much, Joe Webb. Dobbins is number one, bro. Dobbins is number one on this list, my guy. We'll see. We'll see. He's so absolutely number one. Back. Okay. Next question yeah. is start one. Bateman, Akers, or Carter PPR? Which Damn. one you start? If, if Bateman – Yeah. If Bateman plays, I'm going Bateman. Pretty yeah, straightforward. Bateman, Bateman, Ooh. Yeah. Keep, keep dropping your questions, y'all. We're about to wrap it up soon, but we'll, we'll get to a couple questions in a little bit, but we're about to wrap it up soon. Okay. Wentz over Russ this week? Yes. I'm going Wentz over Russ. What about you? Mm, yes. Based on the matchups. Yep. Give me Wentz. Yeah. He's, he's tossing the ball like 45 times a game, so it's there. It's, <sighs> he, it's, coming. it's so gross. It's, it's, it's disgusting. Honestly, like it's Wentz. Again, the problem with Wentz is you don't know when to start him. Like, yeah, he's been looking good, but you, you just don't know when to start him. And I think Russ that's what's frustrating. Disappointing, man. And like, there's not much touchdown upside with Russ week to week. They're last in the league with red zone efficiency with 21%, people. Like, that is absolutely disgusting. And off the top of my head, I believe that Washington's top 10, maybe top seven in red zone efficiency. So when they get there, they score, and there's the upside right there once. So, Russ, he gets the bench until further knows. Not fair. So, we got a couple more questions left. Okay, super flex. Would you start Fields Thursday or wait for the health status of Winston, Bridgewater, and guys coming off injury? Ooh. So, I think that – I think Teddy's upside is similar. I feel like they're all kind of even. Winston, I have no faith in. Like at least for like, I don't know if he's gonna be healthy enough. And also if he is he healthy, might. is he it does he ball out? I don't know if he's gonna just automatically just go in there and just show this out. is a huge gamble though. This is a gamble. It's because field what is your can, record? <laughs> I mean, it depends on how risk averse you are. I think that I would just play fields. I'd play for fields and hope for the best. I'd hope for some Russian man. That's the only thing I they say. I need you to. I need you to be a better thrower. I need you to throw more touchdowns. I need you to do something, Fields. Like I, I believe in the talent, but man, I don't know if it's the situation. I don't know if it's the play column, but Justin Fields needs to be better, or they might move on from him ASAP because he hasn't done anything. He hasn't looked impressive. He just looked like super average. Like 
maybe below I mean, average. Cody's coming along. I mean, finally, he's not a fucking we, we, we need to see more from Fields, but I say this question, I'm playing Fields. Last question we're going to do, Gino or Wentz? Gino, easy for me. What about you? Yeah, Gino's playing good and protective ball. Safe bet there. Perfect. Well, guys, we appreciate you rocking with us again, guys. TL Fantasy Football, we're here Tuesdays at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Next week, we're actually going to be doing a show on Wednesday, Conflict next Tuesday, but we'll be here Wednesday. We appreciate you rocking with us. Make sure you like the video before you go. If you're not subscribed to the page, make sure you subscribe. LQ, where can they find you and all your work, my friend? Listen, find me at Real Deal Fantasy on the YouTube, on Instagram, Twitter, of course, and I'll be on the timeline. Of course, I'm here at Destination Debbie. Shout out to my guys, Jay Rich and Ray G, TL Fantasy every Tuesday, but next week, Wednesday. Thanks, Troy. Um, yeah. But yeah, and y'all can find me at T King Mode on almost every social media platform, but mainly my home base is Twitter. So make sure you follow me there. Thank y'all so much for rocking with us again. Make sure y'all like the video before you go. Thank you so much for your support. We're gonna keep rocking with y'all, Destination Debbie crew. We love y'all. Deuces, everyone. Hey.